A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rul Friesen, Dennis Lehrer and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Conversation. Welcome live in Montreal. Um, and we just closed our EDC Level 3 program, cohort number 45. And I'm here with my colleague Devin Pasha and our guest, uh, Tim Lipke from MPI, director of the MPI Academy. Uh, welcome, Tim. Thank you. Bonjour. Uh, bonjour. Yeah, that's what we say in Montreal, right? Um, we just wrapped up our EDC Level 3 program and um, uh, we invited you to be on this program because um, we have such a big connection with um, the MPI Academy and MPI. Um, can you reflect on what this experience was for you? Wow, three days. I have been admiring EDC and the work since cohort one. Um, back when I was in operations, I had admired the work and was so inspired. I'm like, I need to do that. And so it had been years that I've been passionately looking at it and finding the right time. And, and this time is now. So cohort 45 was uh, the perfect alignment of the stars that I was able to, to get up here and participate in this amazing three-day workshop where you really look at flipping the script and looking at design and really a, a new perspective. And so the interactive workshop was was uh, eye-opening, uh, a lot of aha moments, a lot, of, a lot of different perspectives brought to the table from a diverse group of people. So I really appreciated uh, the time that we had together over the last three days. Well, Tim, thank you so much for, for adding so much to that conversation. We really enjoyed all of your perspectives. Uh, for those of you who don't know Tim, he has quite the alphabet soup after his title. So Tim, can you tell us about all of your designation certifications and maybe how this one is uh, stacking up against those? Sure. I, I am a nerd when it comes to designation. So I I got my uh, CMP right uh, a few years in, into the industry. And so that was my first uh, tackle at getting the designation. And then a few years later, uh, I went with uh, the MPI program, the CMM, which is the Certificate of Media Management. Uh, conquered that one as I, I went up the, the chain in, in, in management with uh, media operations. Then I, uh, I worked in technology and multimedia production a lot, so I got my digital event strategist uh, designation from uh, PCMA, which was a, a great one just to, to, to hone my skills in that area. Uh, and then my last one that I got was my CTS, which is kind of an anomaly. Usually you don't see someone on the event production side have a, a certified technology specialist uh, designation that comes from Avixa. And so I just really love uh, the art of technology. And so that was my last designation. And now I'm hopefully soon in a few months here, we'll get my CED. So very excited. 
was that a, a prerequisite from uh, for MPI to have that many that many acronyms behind your name to be become <laughs> become the director of the academy? <laughs> well, I think I had a word wrap a little bit even on my LinkedIn profile. I don't know if I can get all those designations at the end of my name, but um, but no, I just love. I'm passionate about learning. I really love. Uh, just seeing different perspectives and, and really uh, just curiosity, just the, the 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 underpinning of curiosity and what that brings, and asking the right questions. And I think that's just in 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 learning and uh, being in the industry. Just passionate about um, you know everything the industry has to offer. So whether it's technology, whether it's event design, whether it's digital event strategist, I think just just having a better understanding of the industry holistically, I think just better enables you to ask the right questions and better able to drive strategy and vision for uh, an organization. And, and now I'm with MPI, um, been about eight months in, and really looking to bring that strategy and that vision to the academy and what's next for the industry. So Tim, I'm, I'm curious because we've had fantastic conversations over the past three days about design and redesign and asking questions. And my, my question for you is, what do you think in like one sentence or the the tweet, the tagline, what do you think you're going to take away from this three-day experience that you would share with our MPI family, our colleagues, our friends, like you, Tim, what are you taking away from this? I would say, I would say it is, it is flip. I would say the flipping the script when it comes to event design, whatever you have preconceived in your mind of what you've done before, what you've done in the past in terms of if you say I've been in the operations side for 20 years uh, and you do things a certain way, I think flipping the script. Uh, another term I like to use is hugging the cactus. So kind of really embracing embracing that change that's that's really needed. And sometimes that can be uncomfortable to really ask those questions and and really getting clarity of what what is really an event owner really needing. And so I would say uh, flipping the script and hugging the cactus would be um, the, the the saying that I would have. Wow. And don't get um, uh, Devin too much passion about hugging a cactus. For me, that's not a problem because there is no cactus in the Netherlands. But hey, inside of Texas, there might be more uh, cactuses available. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't really do that. Um, anyway, um, all joking aside, um, Tim, can you um, tell me a little bit more about the uh, MPI Academy and um, what, that, what that brings for our industry? Yeah, so, so overseeing the academy, um, I've come into the role um, really coming from 20 years on the operations side, so where I would have teams of planners and technicians and, and folks that would be under me to, to design and lead different events over, uh, over, over that course of time and really having participated in the MPI Academy through certificate courses, thought leadership, education, whether it's at live events. Um, so coming to the Academy is kind of looking at it from the different perspective, right? I think sometimes having a different perspective can really bring some additional light. So coming in with fresh eyes and really saying, hey, what is needed for the Academy for this next evolution of what's next in the industry? And of course, coming out of the COVID time, I think the industry has changed so much that we really need to look at the way we deliver education in a really a fresh new perspective, um, really with a deep understanding and curiosity to say, hey, we've been doing this this way, this method for a long time. What are things we can kind of flip on its on its head or flip the script to say, let's let's just try this. Let's be bold and take a risk. Because uh, I think a lot of times in organizations they say 80% of change 
within an organization is reversible. So meaning even if you take a bold risk and say, hey, we've been doing something for a long period of time, we can always revert back. But if we don't take the risk, we don't know what we don't know. And so for me coming into the academy, um, you know, we do a lot of online education certificates. We support all the different live events, whether it's EMEC um, and the European Conference. Of course, we have our, our WEC that's stateside every year. And so I kind of take a broad perspective of whether it's sourcing speakers, uh, working with with all the different instructors that we have for certificate programs, and bringing really thought leadership to our community, which is over 12,000 current members. So you mentioned some of the uh, opportunities we have to learn live from MPI. Um, I know that the IMEX registration has just launched, and uh, WEC in uh, Next Stop Louisville is, uh, I think, launching this week or coming up. So what can we expect from educational opportunities from MPI coming up in in some of those next conferences? Yeah, so IMAX Smart Monday is coming up. So that's the Monday before the trade show for IMAX happens, Tuesday through Thursday. Um, So Smart Monday, so overseeing the education for that and really thinking differently. Um, The She Means Business track that we do, that's really a partnership with with MPI and the IMAX group. We really look at to bring some some different perspective when it comes to uh, women's issues and and thought leadership around that and and partnering with Courtney Stanley and her dare to interrupt and that's what I really think I want to partner with her on and say let's let's interrupt what has been done in the past and let's bring this education in a different way rather than say four distinct breakout sessions let's kind of change the script when it comes to how we deliver that for the attendees that are there um, and then I really think through um, the the other concurrent education that we're going to bring is really going to be diversified. I think it's going to be different than than what we have normally seen. And so I'm really excited about that. And then, of course, Louisville 2024, which we just launched registration. So we're excited about that. Um, our, our vision for that is really crafting your experience to kind of play off Kentucky and the bourbon trail. But, but more importantly, we really want to craft your educational experience. And so we're excited about beginning that journey of education, um, both from a keynote perspective, but also really what is the educational experience from before the event starts through the journey of the event and afterwards. Well, I'm looking forward to a very spirited event in Louisville. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, me too. And 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 uh, looking forward to um, to attend a, a new WC again. Um, Tim, um, I guess uh, when you are onboarding as the director of the academy, um, you are looking into different programs and looking where everything is situated and how how to how to classify um, different programs. Um, do you see already um, uh, gaps or opportunities or uh, things you would like to change or uh, bring to the table? Sure. I think one of the biggest things is really the user experience. It's so important that when someone comes to our academy that they have a good experience of of what they want and, and ask, in a sense, be prompted to the right questions of where they need to get to for the right educational experiences. So that could be live, that could be uh, on, on demand, it could be live online. Um, so lots of different ways. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that I appreciate is really more of a journey in education. So much what you do with EDC and your level three is is you really start the cohort before 
the event starts and kind of carrying that process and then continuing the coaching calls afterwards. And it's kind of this journey. So for me, I really think it's really important that we set up ways to, to develop cohorts that the learning can be more than just a two-day experience or a three-day experience or like a WEC, but really figure out ways that we can kind of keep people connected that meet together and keep those long lasting. So I think a, a gap is really that, that refinement. If you think about uh, career coaching or someone pointing a compass or a, a North star to say, Hey, what, what, what's next for you in your career? Maybe it is getting your CED. Maybe it is getting your CMP. Um, but what is it? And I think a lot of people, we are seeing a, a mass influx of new people in the industry. So we are at that place where I think we can really uh, curate and really craft someone's professional development journey um, and, and really partner in that. And so I think that's really where the academy comes in is we're seeing a new wave of, of meeting planners in the industry that don't have a lot of experience and don't really know where to go next. And I think we can partner in that. Well, Tim, we've been peppering you with questions and talking a lot about how the how a good question and how a good conversation can change the world. So what questions do you have for us based on your experience here or your experience with the Academy? I, I think one of the biggest uh, questions I have is, is just when you think of like, the, you know, the methodology that you guys use for for EDC, I think is is so pliable that you can put through any filter and, 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 and the thing that people are dynamic. And so going through 45 cohorts, right, you've seen folks from all over the world participate in this. So when you look at from a cultural perspective, whether it's uh, we're here in Canada, right? So even a Canadian perspective is different than an American perspective. And, and if it's a European perspective, so question is, is just when you've seen it, when you've seen cohorts over a period of time, like when it comes to the human dynamics, um, how does how does that play out when you look at different cultures uh, in, in incorporating the, the CED, uh, the event design process? I think the most dynamic part of the process and, and from my perspective, training the process to others is how big visual imagery plays into our education. The canvas itself is an image. Um, each block, 14 building blocks, has an image that's related to it. We're so passionate about how visual imagery can take you on the journey just as much as our words, just as much as reading the words. And I think it's that visual imagery that really connects us as human beings. We might all think of design differently. We might all think of events differently. But when we see that image of the circuit tent that we use at the Event Design Collective to represent that change, the you enter one way, you leave another. When you see a clock to claim the time, when you see an image of, of people to claim the team, when you see Event Design Studio to claim the space, those, those images are universal to us and I think is the basis on how this methodology can sort of transcend cultural barriers and language barriers, um, experience barriers. We can teach 19-year-olds and we can teach 99-year-olds, um, but that visual imagery really allows us to cut through all of it and speak to everyone in a similar um, language and, and to create that foundation to teach them the methodology. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I think if I can add to that, um, we... Um at first, we, when we conceived the canvas and the methodology, um, it felt like um, creating a language. And we know that um, that language um, is hard to learn sometimes for people in a different language than their mother tongue. 
and that is sometimes which which um, um, prevents the deep learning, um, and that's in the way. Um, but luckily, um, over time, we have can actually seen that different people in different geographies and different cultures, uh, using different languages, um, learn. Uh, and appreciate and further discover um, the, our methodology. Um, first of all, because we have actually made a first step in 2017 to um, hook up different um, directors in different countries who uh, were able to um, lecture and train in uh, French, German, sp Spanish, Italian, right, uh, and so forth. So that is important. People like to learn in the language they have been raised in. And I think that is super important. Um, but also if you see like our current Asian expansion, we, we see a lot of uptake in, in Asia. Um, I think the proficiency of English um, uh, is very, very high. Uh, we are very, very amazed um, in Thailand, in um, Singapore. Um, we see some uptake in Korea and the Philippines. Um, where uh, this methodology is highly sought after, uh, maybe for different reasons at first than uh, when you look at this on this side of the pond. Um, uh, I remember vividly um, our connection to the Thailand Convention and, and uh, uh, Visitors Bureau, TSAP, is actually a connection we have through MPI. And um, um, we, we saw that the Thailand partners are heavily seeking for uh, certification, but also for further professionalization in their industry. So to be ready for the next step and to for further globalization, or at least be open to um, for incoming groups and conferences in, in Thailand to, to offer them uh, competitive services um, in that region. And I think um, that is a different reason why people in North America are um, looking for this kind of education because that is more career advancement, further professionalization in organizations. So um, that language works for uh, for many different people uh, for different motives. So I think that is uh, that is uh, good to good to realize. But for us, it's a language uh, that should be um, uh, agnostic from a language like English or French or German. Uh, it's a language how to speak about events in a um, yeah, um, impactful way. Yeah, and visual way, as Devin said, right? So I think that that's great. And I really do think um, that we, we have a, a, a perspective, you know, to, to bring to the industry to level set the playing field, right? To get people upskilled and reskilled into uh, a confidence that they don't feel like they're inadequate to do their jobs. And I think what you're, the work that you're doing at EDC and the work that we're doing at MPI really uh, coexist and really co-collaborates to, to really bring that education uh, across industry and across nation and across cultural and across uh, languages. And let that be, uh, let it be, um, let, let us emphasize that again. Um, so both Ruth and myself um, um, wouldn't be here without MPI. Uh, so we t we thank MPI very much for our our career, but also we wouldn't be here in cohort for 45 because cohort number one was a joint venture between MPI and um, SDSU uh, in the name of Carl Winston, um, and that made us actually build further programs together. And we were very happy that MPI is um, supporting this, helping us, and um, we look much 
forward to further integration in the MPI Academy and how we can better uh, collaborate. So I think um, that goes both ways, uh, thank Tim. You. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for your time the last three days. Um, let's close it. It's a Friday afternoon. Um, it's almost six, so we are dying for an adult beverage in, uh, in the center of Montreal. Uh, for those who cannot join us and listen to this podcast, um, uh, we wish you a nice weekend and a great rest of your day. Tim, thanks again for joining us for Cohort 45. And for those of you listening, don't forget, Smart Monday at IMEX on Monday, October 16th. And look for your emails to register for Louisville uh, in May 2024. Great. Thank you all. Have a great weekend. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Design to Change Designer Conversation Series. Explore these conversations and additional content at designtochange.online. Want more right now? Tune into the backstage episode of this conversation and hear what the experts discuss offstage.